Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unlimited Railworks. I say this every time, I should mix it up sometime, but, you know, it works. Uh, this is episode 69. <laughs> huh, can you believe that? Crazy. Huh, what a joke. Um, but yeah, episode 69, woohoo. Uh, with me, as always, our LV. It's episode 69. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, You're damn it right. Is. It, yep. Yeah, it is. We're it here. Is. It is. <laughs> we have little choice. <laughs> I know it, we. It's a number we can't skip, because maybe something bad will happen. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the something bad is just. I guess we don't have Maverick here. We still have John though. <laughs> that already. Yeah, that's already yeah, a, a, a bad sign. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's an unfortunate uh, symbol of things to come um because <laughs> yes. uh folks we're talking about panty and stocking with garter belt we're gonna this uh-huh. is gonna be quite the episode i can tell so yeah i guess we can go right into that ultimately uh yeah we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. panty and stocking and guarding belt garter garter belt with, with yeah. garter belt Guard. with, with garter belt that's true mm-hmm. it is with mm-hmm. garter belt um this is an anime from gynax by the same team that made, you know, Gurren Lagan, things of that nature. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really something, isn't it? It's really something. <laughs> um, I don't know uh, which one of you would like to start by talking about this series. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, if you wanted, John, go right ahead. I feel like you're probably the most uh, pumped up about it. Am I? I don't know. You sound uh, your your energy. You know, you just right you'd now. Be surprised. I mean, it sounds <laughs> sure. Really? So, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I I guess my uh, my relationship with panty and stocking is uh, it's a it's a little it's a little it's a little weird because I definitely remember watching it when I was in like middle school, and um, this was like back in the days where I had just gotten like an iPhone for the first time, or maybe it was even like an iPod Touch. I don't remember. I just remember like going on YouTube and people were still uploading anime in three part fuck yeah three parts all that shit uh and watching Panty and Stocking and just feeling very mischievous about it you know just very <laughs> much being like oh I I should be watching this um but rewatching it now as an adult uh especially um especially with the English dub um there's there's a lot of it that I do legitimately enjoy. Like, there's a lot of, like, art to it, and uh, m- the music is fantastic, and I just like a lot of the visuals. But there's also a lot of stuff that I am now just, like, completely rolling my eyes at. Like, it's, it, it is very juvenile, and I know, and I get that it wants to be, but there's some times where it's, like, the jokes don't land, or the jokes are, like, honestly like bad or just otherwise there's just parts about it that i don't really like but i would say overall it's still like an interesting experience and i'm glad that it exists and i'm glad that like the people that made it went on to make more great stuff you know like you you see so much of panty and stockings dna and stuff like i mean like you know like kill a kill or um, Space Patrol Luluco and um, uh, Inferno Cop 
and just like other stuff that um you know the folks that moved on from gynax to make trigger are making now and um i just think that like that group of folks like i feel like they got like a lot out of their system in a way uh with panty and stocking that i think yeah sure they like they still make a lot of like immature content don't get me wrong but it feels like it's way more focused and it's it's got it's got more it's it's got a little bit more maturity to it and it knows what it's doing a bit better um i just like a panty stocking is something that i feel like is it's something that I kind of feel like just needs to stay in the past, and I'm not, like, saying this, like, as a complete condemnation. Like I said, there are some things that I will condemn, but, like, overall, I just say, like, yeah, you know, this is probably something that you don't really need to, like, go back to all the time. Like, I think it's something that, you, that like, as a historical piece, as a, like, okay, yeah, this is, like, what Gynax and Trigger did. I think it's cool to look back on. But I wouldn't call it, like, an essential, like, anime landmark or anything like that. I think it's it's good. It's not incredible. Um, there are parts of it that are incredible. But, like, I just, I just look at what Trigger has done afterwards, and I feel like there's stronger stuff in there. Um... That is that is my opinion. I, I can definitely see why people would would really like Penny and Stocking though. Like today, um, you know, I'd say definitely like if you wanted to get like a good picture of like Trigger and Gynax and everything, I do think you should you should watch it. Um, but overall, I just I just liked it. I remember like be like when I was younger, I was like a big proponent of Panty and Stock. I was like, yeah, this fucking whips. This is funny. This is wild. This is crazy. And now I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I had an alright time watching it. You know, it was fine. Yeah, I, I like, I, I more appreciated it artistically than like for the content itself. Sure, that makes sense. I think that's a very, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about it after. LV, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on uh, Panty and Stocking? So, so patrons are going to be very excited because yes, oh, I have done it. Oh, here we go. It up. Your co-hosts um, are very excited about this. And this is going to be very bold to say, but if it were not for certain problems, I will go into. I consider this. I I would have considered this to be a perfect anime, um, <laughs> hands down. Like this was something that, looking back. I too have like seen it at a t- at an age that was probably not appropriate for me, and I thought it was so edgy, so so edgy. Um, like anyone else who was watching it, probably for the most part, at like you know preteen to teenage years. Um, as an adult, I appreciate it way more because I am because of the fact that I am also able to look at it in a more critical lens. Because there's a lot of things about this show. That is a very interesting time capsule to not only anime, but also yeah, American definitely. cartoons, which this show was very obviously drawing from, a specifically American adult animation. Um, and I think it was specifically drawn together that was cited. If, oh, you, look, if you look up a lot of stuff, like specifically drawn together for, su- which is actually the worst show <laughs> ever, honestly, maybe ever put on this earth. I, I think drawn together is sincerely awful. <laughs> well, not, not ever, but it's sincerely one of the worst pieces of like, in the adult animation genre, it's like there is nothing redeemable at that show whatsoever. Like you cannot watch that show and be like, 
yeah, there's there's something redeemable about that revisit. No, that is one of those shows that I think should say in the past. There's nothing about it that I thought was like good, <laughs> even looking back. This, on the other hand, definitely has a lot to it that should be revisited, I think. However, yes, there are a lot of problematic aspects to it that have not aged well. And also, even back then, we're pretty bad. Um, but most, for the most part, I thoroughly enjoyed a show, like, top to the beginning. Like, uh, yes, there were moments where it's like, oh, ah, you know, like, I verbally react. I had a visceral reaction where it's like, no, no, like, just literally yelling no. <laughs> like, no. Like, realizing the implications of, like, some of the stuff they got away with. And I, too, have watched the English language dub this time around. Whereas when I remember watching it, yes, it was through like fan subs probably. Um, but you know, the Japanese language track, um, and where the English dub also goes and it, with the English language script, what they ended up doing was even taking things much further yeah. than what was possibly done. And, you know, I don't remember specific things from like what was maybe said or reference in the Japanese language script, but the English dub push the offensiveness on like some things to a level they did not need to do if not made certain parts worse um uh for instance uh you know i'm gonna talk about yeah i, I will be specific but i they they make a they make a weird not weird they make a passing reference to Roman i was going Polanski to speci specify that in too. the english dub yeah. and i was like what the fuck and like for for sure, I don't think that was. I don't. No. I I have a high. I am sure if I look at. I watched the Japanese episode. They don't reference that. There is nothing about that, that man that like is relevant to like Japanese pop culture. No matter how much they say, like you know, I don't. There is no need for that. But they they threw that in because I I wonder if like you know like if you look at the title, like, I wonder if that trial around him was like fresh in the, in the eyes of a lot of people. So like there's like a lot of stuff they pushed in the English dub. They did not have to fucking do. But they fucking did it. Um, and, of course, it was made in mind with how the... Um, again, this feels like what a raunchy American adult cartoon is through and through. And it is made very clear that the, the production has done it well. I think they have faithfully managed to recreate what that feeling is in terms of raunchiness and just even how it's presented. There are a lot of funny things they do in regards to anime specifically in like in terms of anime meta, like how the transformation sequence, the very big like well animated transformation se sequence where you know the, the you know the angels are like you know on the stripper pole and like you know and like aw an awesome song is wearing what have you, that doesn't play every episode. I misremembered that that is not something that plays every episode. I don't know if they thought about it, but there's something really funny about the fact that they did a lot of work in that sequence in which a transformation sequence is one of the most important things in an anime because you're going to reuse it. They know they actually don't fucking reuse it in a way that you think they do. They, every time they see it show, every time we, the viewers see it show up, it's either fucked up, like it's cut down or they're like messing it up. They're like screwing up how that sequence looks. It is incredibly mm -hmm. funny to me on a meta level that we see it once on the first episode and anytime we see it after, which I believe is only three times out of a 13 episode series, it is in a screwed up way. That is fucking genius. Like I, I, I would have not realized that years ago if I saw this as a middle school child because in my head I'm watching this because this is edgy. But there is a lot of in interesting artistic choices made with this show now that I can appreciate it as an adult. And again, at the same time, pointing out the problematic shit that is wrong with this show at the same time. Um, but hands down, I think this is a brilliant series. I legitimately think so. Um, uh, if, and 
just to reiterate, if, if it were not for a lot of the problems it has, if we removed all those things, um, it could have easily been hands down a perfect series for me. Um, you know, among other problems being the unfortunate depiction of black characters oh, yeah. in the series. I don't know why they were drawn that way. It's, it's very easy not to draw black people that way. I do not know why they're drawn that way. The biggest other problem is with the English dub per se, like I said, they, they, they pushed the envelope with some jokes in the English dub in a ways that they didn't need to and are just downright offensive and bad. But for instance, Gardabelle is voiced by yeah, a white Chris man. Sabat specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Sabat specifically. Why? Who? Why? And in this case, Garabelle is performed as like clearly like a stereotypical like, like type thing, pr- black preacher, which is also in itself a problematic trope because it's a stereotype. And then Christopher Sabat or Sabat, like as a white man, he is clearly like impersonating like a yeah. black, a stereotypical black man's voice. It is not fucking okay. It, and then, you know, and then in itself, the English dub has like a lot of like jokes pertaining to like black stereotypes too. No, I mean, not a lot, but it once in a while happens. And it's like, oh, that is the worst thing. I think that, you know, it comes with the series for me. Like, you know, so it's, so for me, really, it's like, Again, the, the couple of, like, jokes here and there that are, like, pushing t- things too far and are just out. And then that in particular, just, like, how, like, race is handled in the series. Uh, a lot of it, unfortunately, inflamed by how the English dub handled things, which sucks because the English dub, I think, is otherwise excellent mm-hmm. in the execution of things. Because, again, I felt like it was a more fitting track for what yeah. the series was approaching. Hands down, like, the Demon Sisters were incre- are incredible. They're awesome. In term, like with how they kept up with their dynamic. Now, hang on um, a second. I, I, but yeah, I, that is like some of the worst right, shit. Well. That's like the worst things. I like to my realization of like, what the fuck? I'm going to um, say real quick. I don't think the like, Demon Sisters are bad in the English dub, but they needed to roll their R's a lot more. I was a little, I was a little upset. Like, mm-hmm. why aren't y'all, you know, dropping a rules, you know, mm-hmm. you got to do that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they're just, there's like a lot of brilliant things about this series. And it's just a shame. It's like, I, it's, 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 I sound like a crazy person saying this is a fucking amazing series. And then I go down and I go, I go down talking about the bad parts and people are like, what is wrong with you? You just said this. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things. That's something that people need to do, you know, like it's, I mean, it means you have a healthy relationship It's one of those things that's certainly hard to sell. You have a healthy relationship with it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's perfectly valid. Like you should have your, you you know, your extremely like, correct things that you're saying but at the same time yeah I, I, I can tell you absolutely love it you know like no yeah for sure it's it's it's, it's certainly something that i think important for everyone to like be passionate it's like okay we had to examine this with a magnifying glass and this you know yeah. we're doing that here i mean as an um, animator you know as an animator yeah. uh, i i you are um i i just you know i could just like watching this show it is very much just like an animator's like paradise almost you watch this and you're just like oh every episode is just it's so bright and colorful they try so many different things every episode has so many fantastic like animation segments like they there's a lot of visual gags like all the action is really well choreographed like i think about how um probably the best fight scene in the show in my opinion is um uh, I don't remember if it's the first episode where they meet the demon sisters, but it's the one where they're like fighting and like in the bathrooms and like blowing up all the toilets and stuff. 
Yes, I, yeah, it's the first yeah. time we're gonna meet them. Yeah, yeah it's like halfway that's through. Like, mm-hmm. The hallway sequence. Yeah, the yeah. hallway where they're like crashing their cars together. Yeah, that is just so well animated. And it just yeah. keeps going. It's so it's good. So, it's so and you cool. don't like yeah, lose yeah. track of anything. And what's crazy too is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like everything makes sense. Like nothing get nothing feels cra- like it's it's insane how like <laughs> it's insane how like in, like in terms of like actual content like this is a raunchy series, but they put it's it's otherwise like also. If you mute it, you wouldn't know. <laughs> Maybe, but besides, like I don't know, like the first episode, which is obviously about poop, mm-hmm. you're gonna see poop everywhere. But like, uh, like it's it's also a visual masterpiece, and like there's a lot of parts where the C- there is CG, but it works so well with how the show looks as like too. So I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like this show was made ten years ago. Why is CG like bad mm-hmm. in anime all of a sudden? But anyway, um, it it's it's something that ages well visually. It still wonder like looks wonderful. It ages well visually. But it definitely has not aged well in terms of like mm-hmm. writing, and again, I, I do question if like in watch, you know, like did the English script like push it further and just made things, I made some things worse. Um, but it also doesn't deny the fact that like how some black characters are drawn are just bad, and that like hasn't inherently even in the actual production anime, itself. Really, which is the sad part. Like, I oh just no, yeah, I don't so know why. Movies. Like, hello, mm-hmm. right? This it's like just just the one thing, like. Just, Right, have you not seen a real person? I don't understand. Um, you can literally look someone I know, up. Yeah. Like, Google existed back yeah. then, too. I don't... Google existed? <laughs> like, like, come on. Hello? Like, you can... It's, it's, it's not... Yeah. This is a worldwide new thing. Like, the, the, the issues of blackface is like, here, just literally don't do this. That's it. That's all you have to do. Don't, just, don't accidentally design something that looks like this. I don't know why it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, like... Um, I agree. It's uh, I agree. Like I, uh, I'll, I'll in a sense, like yes, I do think it's something worth revisiting. But I also do agree to an extent. But, like it is something that does not also need a season two. Like <laughs> you know, like you know, there's there, you know, there's a whole opinion of like you know how the ending is, where it just ends on this weird cliffhanger. Which I actually don't consider. I, I don't know. I don't consider it to be a cliffhanger because I feel like the cli- like when you say something, it's a cliffhanger. There's an expectation that the story was not supposed to end there. I think they very much were like, no, this is it. We're just going to have a fuck you ending yeah. where it doesn't make sense. I, I like, I sincerely think that was an intentional trolling. I don't think they had, I could be wrong. I, I don't know what the actual truth is, but like, I, I don't think they had any intentions of like continuing this further or like thought about that. Really? They were just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to make something weird. We're just going to make up some weird twist here that makes no sense. We're going to make people upset, mm-hmm. which is the whole intent of the series. We're going to make people ins- upset. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me they chose to end it in a way that has indeed made people upset and still has made people yeah. upset. Years I- later, there are many people still annoyed that this doesn't have a season two. I don't think this series should need a- This series does not need a season two. We- it's okay. And there are many episodes in the series, too, that end on a strange note. Like the zombie episode, they don't they 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 didn't they didn't really resolve like and like okay whatever they wrapped up and like that they're fine the, the next episode they didn't really explain if this again like riffing off of like how a lot of like American comedy series specifically they're episodic they don't really have a long narrative arc where we should care about the progression of the characters things kind of just reset the yeah, next episode that was I, the whole intention I, I, think I think about I think about you know? how like you know you'd think about like Billy and Mandy or something where characters would just get killed or whatever yeah and in the next episode they'd be fine yeah, yeah characters literally get yeah. killed yes um I, I, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. too um 
I would love to just hear like an interview or something with uh, some of those folks and just like to put it to rest. Yeah. Because I think the reason why people yeah. are still hung up on it is just because it was like right after Panty and Stocking that Gainax kind of went the way that it went. So yeah. that's why I, th- th- right, just, right. just that lingering question of like, if Gainax didn't fall apart, would they have made Panty and Stocking season two? Like, I, I think that would be an interesting thing to just yeah. be like, you know, just to, like, have an interview or something where they just go, nah, we wouldn't do it. Because the thing is, though, is that Trigger has the rights to painting a stocking now. So if they did want to do a season mm-hmm. two, they can do it now. And, I mean, honestly, at this point, maybe if they maybe they would, if they, if they were asked, maybe they would say, yeah, we've always wanted to do this. Because, you know, now they have the rights to, and then they can just do it. And, you know, it would be a huge, pop. it would be a super huge pop for them, you know, if they were just like, hey, guess what, decade later, it's back, you know, people would flip out about that. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, they, they probably wouldn't, you probably wouldn't get an actual straight answer out of them now. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I it mm-hmm. would, it would be, it would be interesting, because I, I do think you're probably right that it was just a joke and they weren't planning on doing anything. But at the same time, there's just that that chance because we really could have never known because yeah. of what happened to Gynax. So. I don't. Okay, right. so like I get that, but I feel like that ending is like very deliberately. We're never doing a season two. We're just doing some bullshit thing. Like just the entire way that they talk and everything. <laughs> like sure. it's so like it doesn't <laughs> feel like a continuation that needs to be answered for. It just seems like a we're fucking around type shit. Like, yeah, because I'm because like I mean the, like everything yeah. is just immediately undone and then it doesn't matter and yeah, like it's yeah, it, it feels like a joke at anime's expense where it's just like yeah here's like oh man if we were gonna make like how how would we make a season two after all this happened well it's because corset's still around even though they totally killed him and there's another keyhole even though they got rid of the first one you know like they're just like okay yeah sure whatever. Yeah, that's just that's what I thought. Uh, so, so my take on this anime is that I'm the big trigger head here. I think, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I had only seen <laughs> half of this in like high school, I think. Um, and I remember always being like, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's great! It's really, really good! It's really good!" Um, and the animation is very good, like you said, LV. It is ex- exceptional. I would say it mm-hmm. is that. You can tell Hot After Girl and Lagan just going really crazy with their stylistic choices <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, right, this is like something yeah, different. Yeah, they have the passion in them yeah. to like just keep expanding upon their ideas uh, that they're like because you can see like like when they do like the their attack in the last episode or whatever, it's very Giga drill breaky with all the like yeah. rotations and yeah. modularity yeah. and detail behind it all. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's really good. Um, I do think that uh, it is also a good point to bring up that that it is a very interesting time capsule of a time in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that said, I am very glad we are away from that time. I'm very glad we are away from that time. I had a little bit of a trouble watching this one, I have to, I have to say. And this, th- that comes from me. I'm, I'm a monogatari sicko, so I know I live in a glass house. But it's just like, I feel like... For every bit that I appreciated in that show, there were, like, five bits I actively disliked, I think. And it just wasn't mm-hmm. high enough for me, personally. Um, 
with all that stuff, I think it's really interesting to me. I think specifically, I feel like most people who are popping off for stuff like, like, oh, I need a season two, or they talk about this with reverence. Um, those types of people aren't like looking at it from the angle that LV is, um, of like, you know, uh, appreciation for what it was doing and like what it represented at the time period and stuff like that, et cetera, et cetera. Instead, it's, they're looking at it like completely rose glasses, like not like, like oh, they have yeah. no idea. Cause it is really weird how many people you'll see, like talk about this openly and then I'll openly be like, uh, anime's too horny or whatever. And then they're like going off, oh, love panty and stocking, you know, very weird vibes um, <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes, yeah. And I think in general, too, what I see um, in general, like that issue with rose tinted glasses. Um, I do wonder whenever people like complain, like, you know, like, oh, shows are not or like demanding a continuation of something old. You know, in general, not even, you know, even beyond anime. You know, again, the whole, like, nostalgia, like, zeitgeist going on, right? I do wonder if you genuinely, if they genuinely have revisited whatever yeah. they're talking about, like, in recent times. Like, are they, like, are you yeah, sure? Yeah, are you sure? Like, you know, like, I, and I don't think <laughs> yeah. they did. I think that is what is going on. They, 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 they feel passionate about this for some reason. But in actuality, I don't think they're remembering, like, the flaws yeah, of the thing. Yeah, exactly you know, They're, like, so gung-ho about like, I can see someone like, you know, I can see enough people being like, yes, panty and stocking, but like, (sighs) (laughs) I'm going to be really rude here, but it is like South Parkian at times, like very often. Oh yeah, it sure is. And like, yeah, I was really thrown off. Like, again, like you've already talked about it, but the garter belt stuff was very like, I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because it's not just like a case of like, wow, why did they get a white guy to do this? It's very much like, oh, my God, like this is like actively painful that they got a white guy to do this. This is like really, really bad. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. It's one thing if like the performance wasn't him trying to emulate like at first I was like, oh, you know, I was giving like the moment he started talking, I was like. Okay, me, you know, like, oh, is he just doing a southern? Like, no, he went in on like, yeah, certain it, like, certain like certain vernacularisms, and, like, and just and then and then the jokes came with him, like him being a black hair. It was just like that. That's, it's this is actually this is where the word cringe yeah. would be properly used. It's like, if, no, who allowed this? This is not this is not okay then, and this is not. Okay yeah, now, I you know? I feel like um, ultimately it's probably not my place to say, but I just I feel like if you're going to be going for that black exploitation style like black dynamite type character like you can't be as offensive as they were and like also like you can't get a white guy to do it and i assume in the japanese version it was probably a japanese guy the same way like because that's a a big thing i know i always hear people like complaining about in anime is they make these very uh racially insensitive character designs and then they just like also get like a you know, right, Japanese nationalist to voice them or something. Um, yeah, yeah, right, right. In that case, I, I wouldn't. Um, right, in case I wouldn't know if they're putting on a certain voice because, again, not yeah, the Japanese, with the Japanese language. So if they are too, that's mm-hmm. also bad. But right, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know, unfortunately, for that. For that, um, in that case, if they are, um, but for sure, yeah. At least in the in the English dub, like understanding the English language. Yeah, yeah this is bad. <laughs> Yeah. and like looking you know, past you, you should have casted like an actual black man yeah, who wanted this performance absolutely. for some reason um and like looking past that um i think like 
like the, again i really like the animation a lot i think like it has that um obviously the adult animation stuff you talk about but like that, that uh, craig mccracken uh you know powerpuff girls yeah dexter's lab etc mm-hmm. style yeah, yeah and a lot of that like mm-hmm. it is really interesting to see that style specifically with not i would not say a budget but like talent like it looks like it has a budget behind it because of mm-hmm. the people who worked on it who are just so insanely talented like that we still right. see to this day as someone who's been recently rewatching kill a kill like it, that you seeing that further translate over there like just the skills of that team is really impressive um i think i think john put mm-hmm. it well also that they really did get it out of their system because people complain about stuff in kill a kill but having recently watched <laughs> kill a kill it is not as bad as this like not even by like a mile with any of the stuff uh-huh. that it does oh for sure um, except maybe one thing obviously <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah um mm, oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah like you look at like what what trigger has done since then and it really does feel like that was their like um well, you know, uh, years ago, me and John talked about Fate Extella, the game, uh, and compared to Fate Extella Link, where Fate Extella feels like the the writer, Kanoko Nasu, is, like, the horniest motherfucker in the world, and he is, like, like, he is fucking just, like, turned on insanely before he writes every single chapter in that game, and then you play Fate Extella Link, and it's like he took a cold shower before he wrote everything, and it's just, like, it's all very clinical. <laughs> that is sort of what it feels like to compare Fanny and Stalking to Trigger's later works. Like... Just this mm-hmm. very like, it's like it's so strange. It's it's uh, it's weird. It was an okay show, is what I'm getting. At. It was okay, but like I I was definitely uh-huh. like yeah looking for something more from the reverence that it receives so consistently from just I think the broader audience. Um, right. And I would be very curious to ask a lot of people who are always like standing panning and stalking for lack of a better <laughs> word it, when the last time they saw it was because. I feel like it's the type of show I would have definitely watched as a teenager and been like, haha, they said boobs, you know, that ha, they fucked. Wow, that's <laughs> so funny and crazy. Cause I am a teenager and this is really mm-hmm. amusing to me. Um, <laughs> but now I'm just like, man, I I appreciate what they're going for, but it's just it goes too much sometimes and mm-hmm. that sometimes is every episode all the time. Uh but yeah, I, you know, I'm not upset that I watched it. I'm glad to have crossed it off as uh, something I have finished and viewed all of. But yeah, um, yeah, I, wa- I, d- I tested quick, both also. Yeah, can we just real quick say that the music is nonstop? Oh yeah, fucking best. The music is the oh, best part. Yeah, definitely. yeah, for sure. Well, other than the animation, but yeah, the music's music really, the really part. good. Um, yeah, it is. It's really good every everywhere it's used, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I, I did want to say I did compare the Japanese and, um, uh, English audio tracks and, um, the Japanese one actually uses a lot of people who aren't particularly, um, widespread, let's say, um, compared to most things, cause that was sort mm-hmm. of Gainax's prerogative in that time period. Um, right, right. So like the people who, who like the, per- the woman who voices stalking voices, like, the same type of character and everything pretty much and it's not that many things and then panty is literally in like eight anime total i think so it's a very interesting because they don't really give the type of performance that is over the top and bombastic i think compared to the uh mm-hmm. the english one for sure um 
and obviously I'm not completely versed in Japanese, you know, uh, voice quality, but I, I do, I am a seiyuu freak, sort of, so I do, like, know the difference in performance levels, at least to a certain extent, and I, I do feel like, I might even say the dub might be better. They just might have had more energy put into it, barring specific issues, obviously. But, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, is there anything else you want to say about it, either of you? Um, I'm I'm pretty much good. Um, you know, I, I, I felt like it was, it was a, an interesting watch, but, you know. All right. There you go on with the show proper. Um, <laughs> um, let's see here. Were there questions? Oh yeah, or... were there any, John? Nope. Okay. Nobody um, gave a shit about painting and stocking. Everyone hated. No. See, they they're scared to rewatch it. That's what I'm saying. They're scared to watch Damn. it with us because they don't want to. They don't want the truth to be revealed. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They want the truth to come out. <laughs> okay. Um, they want the rose-tinted glasses to be to be to be yeah. grabbed off. <laughs> keep them on. They, they do not want them off. They need it. They need to keep their world safe. They need to wish for that season two. Um, all right. Um, speaking of season two, I guess we can start off with our Dragon Maid minute real quick, just because I don't think we'll talk too much about it. Um slightly better i think you wrote here john that's very true yes it's slightly mm-hmm. better um it still has a lot of issues i think we've specifically talked about with um like kobayashi's relationship with toru being like reset back which mm-hmm. i know people have said that that happens in the manga <laughs> that still sucks it's bizarre um, it really sucks, uh, especially with all the original material that Kiyoani made for the OVA and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's really weird to go back to this weird relationship. Uh, um, yeah, what do what are you thinking? What are you feeling? I just agree with you. Um, it is very frustrating to ha- to have those moments where, you know, Kobayashi is just like I don't, w- I don't want to be all up on you, Toru, even though we're like basically married and you know all that shit. It's like come on, let them be gay. It's fine. Um, but it was just refreshing, especially the latest episode. The latest episode was just like. It was just not, mostly nice, you know? Elma and Kobayashi kind of having their little competition to, uh... You know, I, I, I do kind of wish that they had, um... You know, that they did kind of have an agreement to work together instead of Kobayashi just being like, Don't worry about me, I'm doing all kinds of work, but don't worry about me. But I, you know, I, 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 I just like to think that Elma is there for her if she needs her, you know, that sort of thing. That That is kind of what I took from it. Um, and then any, any time that the, that the two, that the boys can go out and have a good time is what I want to see. Fafnir see, doing his fucking that, dance routine. That's honestly part of my problem is, um, I, I love Fafnir. Okay. Like I love mm-hmm. Fafnir a lot and I love, I love Takia even their, their, mm-hmm. their relationship is incredible. And because of the nature of this author being so unhorny towards any male character, and, mm. like, oddly enough, most of the male characters in this show, like, don't even react to anything 
um, like aren't like leering or anything like that, that they have genuinely made me rather see the men than the lesbians, <laughs> like the content <laughs> over there. Like I would rather go see fucking these two go to a cafe. I think I, I watched this with my girlfriends. Um, and I think it literally got to the part where like they said, oh, they were going to go to a cafe. And it's like, I'd rather see that than anything else in this episode. And then they did that. And we were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like it just, uh, uh, yeah, it's just frustrating. Um, yeah, it is frustrating. Cause I, I just complained about how I felt like there wasn't enough, like highs going on in Kobayashi or something like that. I'm uh, not Kobayashi, uh, painting and stalking. And the problem is with Kobayashi is they're, the highs are so high. Like, it's so good. And mm-hmm. it's so, like, really just the content that I'm looking for in a slice of life like that. And then they just, like, piss all over it, basically. That's <laughs> what it feels like all the time. It's... Oh, man. It's really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to go too far into it because I feel like we talked it for 40 minutes last time. I think that's like enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, uh, let me let me um, see. We we also um, both watched uh, Jahi. Uh, we did. The great Jahi will not be defeated. What did you think of uh, that? Because I've read the manga before. I don't think you have. So I have um, not. Yeah, uh, I was wondering what you would think of it. I think LV LV, you you read the manga right for this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I read the manga. Okay, I have so. not seen the anime yet, though. Right. Well, from my uninformed position, I thought it was very cute. I just, <laughs> I just thought it was cute. Um, you know, Jahi and her boss have a really fun dynamic. I, I, I was not expecting them to go with um, the boss just realize like like finding out that she's a demon lord and just immediately being like you've been through so much don't worry i'll take care of you i'll give you a raise it's okay (laughs) um it's just (laughs) cute i don't know i don't have too much else to say besides that i i it felt nice to see i know rose i know that you said that you preferred like um demon girl next door or whatever yeah but you know i get but overall it just kind of like sat there and absorbed it and was just like yeah this is this is a cute little show you know i like to see jahi and i like to see her going through all the shit that she goes through and it's animated like i don't think it's like amazingly animated but it's animated well enough that like it's it's fun to watch you know you're not just like your eyes aren't glazing over because it's all just the the dialogue like they they put in effort in the animation but um yeah, I mean, there's only one episode out so far from uh, when we recorded this. Um, it's not like a shit ton to talk about, but yeah. overall, I'm looking a lot. I'm looking forward to it, though. I, I'm I'm glad that it, I'm I'm glad that I started watching it. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Um, I think the specific way that I would refer to, um, I think specifically this anime adaptation as well. Um, the reason I prefer Machikado Mazoku, uh, I should just call it Demon Girl Next Door. I'm sorry, I do this to you. I remember when the Boku no Hero was happening, and you just kept saying, "Stop calling it that," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, "But uh, yeah, uh, with that one, okay, obviously it is a Yuri, okay, but also like, I think like it's specifically like this is has just that element of male gaze that is, I think pretty apparent um 
Well, totally. Just yeah. like the breasts, the nonstop breasts all the, the breasts. time. Your breasts ruined my Christmas. Like that's how I felt. Like it was just like, like <laughs> did did the owner of the restaurant really need J cups that are constantly moving? Did we need this? I don't know. The breasts. And I was just like, yeah. Um, Safi also agrees with me. Um, mm-hmm. I of think course. that uh, it, it's just uh, it's just uh, too much. I don't know. Uh, it's not too much for me to stop watching, though. I did think it was still cute, and I'm looking forward to see some of the later stuff get adapted, especially once they bring in the magical girl and stuff like that. But mm. um, oh yeah, yeah, and that, that's <laughs> that's where I draw the that dynamic the is parallel so good. to. Uh, demon girl next door um but yeah uh it's a fun it's a fun little show it's a fun little show um i'm glad that it has finally gotten an anime i really would have expected it to happen sooner like i know it's only been around for like five years something like that but Mm -hmm. yeah you would have thought it would have gotten one sooner because people some things these yeah yeah, it's been it's been it has a yeah. Following. People have been using her as icons, including yeah. us. <laughs> I was gonna say both you and Walker. Oh yeah, for yeah, yes. A while. Yes, yes. Um, um no, yeah, it, it, yeah. Five years or so. Like, there's been things being adapted. That's that baby. Like, like literally only been out for a year, and then let's say, oh, the anime at the same time, mm-hmm. like nuts. You yeah, know, like, so I don't know. Is just getting. I don't know how that, one, know how that uh, system next works. Season, and it's like, how did that happen? Like, oh. I feel like everyone was talking about Comey for years and years and years and just a strange, um, but yeah, um, it was all right. It was all right. Um, so LV, you're watching the, you're watching the Higurashi. You're watching new yeah, Higurashi. I'm watching, the, I'm watching when the cicadas cry. Uh-oh. Yes. Um, they're crying. Oh, no. uh, Are you? <laughs> you it's still summer. Huh? Am I crying? No, no, I'm laughing. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> that 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 sounds worse. <laughs> you've been you you've been trying the game recently, or like you, you dipped your toes in it. I think, right? Is am I right, or did I mix that up with someone? No, else? I, I was playing the game a little bit. Um, I do want to get back to it, but okay. uh, I you know Ace Attorney okay. and SMT are taking up my time right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, a lot a lot of other things yeah. need attention right now. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh man. So, yeah, so to reiterate, this is a sequel to the sequel. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a sequel to the new Hirashi series that, that, that popped in last season or so, or no, well, maybe uh, two seasons ago, I think. Yes, there you go. Um, or one and a half seasons. I don't know. I can't, I don't know how to quantify that, but that people were very misled that like, oh, this is a new, totally new thing. You can... Um, you can just pop right in. You don't need previous knowledge of the franchise because it's a franchise at this point. Um, yeah. Oops. It, it is. You, you do. You do need previous knowledge of the franchise. It is indeed a sequel. It was a stealth sequel um, because one of the most biggest aspects that one of the most biggest things that happened in the show demands previous knowledge. Um, and. The tradition of Higurashi is normally, you you know, like, it, and if I'm going to talk about the anime specifically, but this also has been a thing with the games where you got the, you got the premise, you got the main game, you got the mystery, the murder mystery mayhem. <laughs> um, and then the second part of the game 
and if you were talking about anime, you would be talking about like a second season or some sort of sequel. Like they would call it the answer arc, mm-hmm. which basically the answer arc is like a different perspective. You're probably going to get a bunch of different perspectives from other characters that were involved in the story that you didn't get before. Mm. And they're called answer arcs because yeah, they're, they are, they are giving you the details of like what, what really happened or like who was the real killer or like who was the real antagonist of the whole thing. So the whole cyclical nature of Higurashi is that, you know, there are different arcs. They all take place in different universes. Technically it's actually an in, in story thing where that's an acknowledged thing. And sometimes antagonists change at its core. Higurashi is a horror series franchise but it's also mystery through and through mm-hmm. you will not know th- things shit will not make sense like until you reach a certain point in like watching the anime or playing the games you know they will not make sense until you m- maybe hit a certain point um and this is what the second season is to higurashi go this is now higurashi sotsu um which is the answer arc to go so there, so there we go. That was my convoluted explanation of how some of the Higurashi stories are structured to, to now talk about the show, actually. Um, God, it's, it's, it's... When you watch, like, a horror, uh, at, least, at, least, at least for most people, I think most people go in either, I want to be scared, or I just want to be entertained in some capacity. Like, there is, there is like, horror as a whole has something funny about it that <laughs> that and to some extent like this you know to a certain extent you know to a certain point it's going to be like this is too ridiculous i cannot suspend my disbelief this is just this is just absurd i'm just going to laugh at it and in a way that's also a coping mechanism of being scared you're going to laugh at something or think something's funny because it's you know it, there's a certain threshold where something is really freaky and like gross and makes you uncomfortable but once it gets past a certain threshold it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. right and i think that's where the series is at this point where, not, where, like, okay, it started off really great. So, again, I have to be careful, like, describing what happens without going into spoilers. But, like, it starts off really great where it feels like an answer arc. Where it's like, oh, wow, that makes a lot of sense. We're going into this character's backstory where, like, it basically revisited the first episode. And I think it did it in a really clever way. But that is to expect it. You know, that was what I expected. I was like, okay, this is exactly how it goes in the other series where... It went into how she has, like, a lot of parent issues. There's something going on where, like, her father is getting swindled into some sort of, like, horrible, like, like... She's being, her father might be getting extorted. That's what the situation is. And it, it kind of ties in into her personal issues when it comes to, like, trusting people and being nice to people. And how, like, she feels like her parents separated because, like, she 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 was taken advantage of in, in, like, oh, yeah, I was too nice to this guy. My mom was... T- Basically, like, I was too nice to this guy because my mom, my mom was cheating with. I shouldn't have been nice to him. Maybe or my mom would have never left me. You know, that's sort of, like, horrible, like, you know, unfortunately illogical logic, but, you know, it's one of those things where it's digging at her. So, like, th- this, this whole series thus far has been kind of digging into, like, a lot of people's personal, like, inner psyche in regards to, like, okay, why did certain things happen the way they did? Or why did they trigger and unfortunately explode in the way they did but it, but I, I would say the series is very tasteful but not not being like no you know about about not being like um blaming people's like mental health issues as being a pro- like no that's not what's going on here it's it's very it's very much a series about like there is something paranormal going on here there's something there's some outside force making things worse 
um, or there's some sort of like man-made conspiracy tying into things. And sometimes all three of those things like are the reason of, as to why <laughs> the town is going fuck nuts and people are dying and like everyone's killing each other, right? I don't think the series has ever done a thing where it has blamed people's personal problems or personal health, it, you know, personal mental health issues as being the core issue here. Like, no, I think it's more than that. In this case, it, I, I feel like they're trifling them though. Like they're trifling them. So a lot of it's it's going through this thing where now like a lot of people's like it like falling into like insane you know so 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 the so the, the core thing in Higurashi is the town has a curse. The curse is tied to what might have been like um years ago, um the residents have slighted the local god and now like that's why that's why there's some sort of threat in regards to like some sort of syndrome that causes people to go nuts and kill each other people and it's very much tied to like the curse you know so there's so there's two things at play here which again as i've mentioned the elements of like there's a paranormal thing and then there seems to be some sort of weird man-made thing tied to pseudoscience in a way um and if you could and, and you know if you combine those two that's like what is that's what the deal is in this case, it seems to be implying that everything bad going wrong here is all to blame to, you know, is, is, is everything is to blame by one character who's like intentionally infecting people with the madness disease. Hmm. Like that is, you know, like whatever. And it, it's just really stupid. Like, like, like because, um, because as we found out in the previous season that like, oh, they're doing it because, um, they're they're trying they're trying so so the whole thing is like it was it was interesting where sh like the whole thing about Higurashi is that like these characters are trapped in this town they can never grow up like again these are young characters teenagers kids um, and because they're stuck in the cycle of like where all these horrible things keep happening over and over again in a time loop the the, the whole ha the whole end result the happy ending for everyone in general is that they get to grow up there is something like really upsetting about the idea of like being trapped in a time loop and, you know, not growing up because these horrible things keep happening and experiencing that over and over again. And then now you're, like, a mentally mature person and then it's, like, there's a character who thinks that, who disagrees with that and, like, it's 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 it's, it's reached a point where it's, like, very unsympathetic. It's, like, why are you, like, now... Why are you, like, trying to, like... Like, why are, you, why are you forcefully putting people in this time loop of all these horrible things and, and constantly repeating all these, constantly triggering these bad things to keep happening and happening just because you're afraid of being alone, you know? Um, so this character, her, her whole, her whole thing now, as we, as it turns out, her to be revealed as antagonist of like causing all things is now, now she's just like sabotaging all her friends and like making them unhappy and triggering all the the killing stuff because she doesn't want to be left alone or because she, or rather she has this like permanent Peter Pan syndrome thing going on where she's like, I, I don't want to be left. I don't want to be left behind in this town. No one should leave me. And so now she's like purposely sabotaging everything and making and causing all these murders because she's like, doesn't want to fucking grow up, and <laughs> I mean I feel which it. I think is okay. That's I think that's the best way I, I want to put that. She's she's causing everyone to kill each other because she does not want to fucking grow up. Uh, it's like what? That's fair. I think that makes sense. <laughs> it's it's like boss. a little silly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's my best way to describe it. It doesn't make sense. It's like what? Like how am I sympathetic to what's going on at all? Like mm. I can't. 
It's it's rather goofy. It's like a little so. so you, and 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 again, this is apparently you, you when you go into something like Kurashi, like I wrote here, it's it's goofy shit to begin with. It's yeah. like this is a little silly. Again, you go into horror expecting something scary, or you're gonna laugh because it gets a little too ridiculous. And Higurashi's definitely in that middle, leaning towards more the goofy shit most of the time. I'm gonna be honest because it does get a little too ridiculous with how over the top it goes. But this is definitely prime goofy shit. I can't, like, <laughs> in, in previous storylines in regards to antagonists, it, like, makes sense. It's like, oh, okay, this character was wronged in a very awful way. They're taking a revenge on the town. They're, like, they have some sort of weird familial tie with, like, being involved with the current, you know. In this case, it's a little, it's a little half-assed. And that that's what makes it, and, and if you see a lot of criticism, like, a lot of vague criticism around the show, you're going to see a lot of people upset about like, wow, why did they, I, I used to like this character in the other storylines and the other arcs and now they ruined this character because she's so uns- unsympathetic. I don't know how she's going to be redeemed because I agree the reasons she's doing evil heinous shit is because it's because of a stupid reason. It makes no sense. So in a weird way, without the core, the core motivation of like why the villain is doing the villainous things, it's it's just now like, okay, Higurashi right now is just like a, 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 a silly a silly thing to watch if you want gratuitous violence. <laughs> you know, there's like, okay, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know where the story's going. And I don't, I, I, it just seems like, oh, we're going to, I don't I have this feeling they're going to try to redeem this character, but then it's just a little, I don't know. Her, her, motive, her actions are pretty repulsive at this point where it's like, I don't see how they're going to turn this around and resolve it in a peaceful way. Um, but I have to say, yeah, gnarly shit happening in the latest Higurashi episodes, and I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. But that was fucking cool. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's like, whoa, that was that was gross. But wow, that was kind of cool, though. You know, um, really funny. Whenever there's a censorship and like a censorship shape, like a little bar or a circle, and it's just the most tiny thing, and it's like they didn't fucking cover anything. I see everything. <laughs> Like, they cover it at a tiny bit, like a circle, like, you know, someone has a stab wound, for instance, and it's just a tiny black circle on the stab wound, but I see everything else. You didn't help me. You didn't shield my eyes whatsoever, but I'm glad you tried, you know, um, <laughs> I, 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 which I, which I think, like, also similar to, like, you know, like, anime porn, for instance, you know, like, hentai, like, they just cover just enough because I, because, ja- again, Japanese laws with this stuff is just very bizarre and dated with, with these things. That, like, okay, we met the quota of, like, how much we covered. Don't worry, the children are safe, but children should not be watching this anyway. But it's just a little, that's just, that's still funny to me. The, the censorship, the goofy censorship is, is, is consistent, at least. It's, that's pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, I can't, I, I'm watching this, but, yeah, I can't recommend this if you have not seen anything else. Like, for sure, this is probably, like, one of the weakest storylines. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little silly. It's, it's very, very silly. This is beyond sillier than, like, anything else, I think in the Higurashi canon so far. Um, that said, I was concerned that they were trying to tie it with Umineko Nonakunorini. So far, no. It's, I don't think that's the case. I think it was a fake out last season. I think... Uh, but they, they're definitely reaching a point where they keep superficially referencing each other series. Again, by the same people, there's some sort of recurring threads between those two series, but it doesn't look like they're going further with it so far. Mm. So you don't need to know Umineko for this, but you you probably should be better off trying the other Higurashi stuff and not this series, whatever you're doing with mm-hmm. this so far. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's confused. It's not bad, but it's confusing. It's confusing. And I don't know what they, I don't know the point of it, which is a, 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 
which is what a lot of other people have said. It's like, I don't know what the point yeah, of this is. Yeah, because this is all original <laughs> stuff. This isn't, like, an adaptation like the other stuff. This was a, like... No, no, I, I don't yeah. think it's... You know, no, it's not adapting anything from the games. It's, it's certainly taking certain arcs from the games, like certain backstory elements and whatnot to add to it. Um, but no, it's not... From my understanding, it's not adapting anything from the games. I do wonder... I do wonder, and I, I just realized this. I just remembered this. I wonder if they're tying it. I, I wonder if they're gonna. I, I wonder if they're tying this right now in some capacity to the, actually the Higurashi Gacha game that is actually a thing right what? now. Now that I think about it, why am I surprised? There is one. Surprised. There is one. So, and the only reason I found out about it was like on April Fool's Day. They had an April Fool's joke where the characters went to Sanrio Land, or there was a Sanrio thing, <laughs> and that was the only reason I found out about existence. So, <laughs> but that was apparently just an April Fool's joke. But yeah. There is one. I it's it's been live. I don't know what you do in it. I don't know if it functions like the visual novels, but it's. Th I think it has gotcha elements in some capacity. Oh right, they had the Sanrio crossover. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had the Sanrio crossover, which was for April Fools. Well, actually, yeah. I don't know if it's a gotcha game. See, unfortunately, I assume things are a gotcha game when I think a mobile game now. Like it's bad, um, but it is a mobile game of some capacity. I don't know it how it works. One of those like again, I don't know if it's just games. like a like the uh, Monogatari had like that's, a that's true. where it was just like you just collect cards of them some shit i don't know. yeah 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 but there are totally new characters in it mm. so again i do it, it does it does make me you know thinking emoji like what is what is going on there also the character designer is the exact same character designer for this anime so i don't know that it's just like oh they look exactly the same they that might have been intentional i don't know um yeah, I if I if it does somehow tie back into that, I would not be surprised. And based also on like one character exploration they did, reading up on like like one of the new characters in that mobile game is related to one of the characters in the series in a way that was not introduced before. So I, I, I there, there there's gonna be something nefarious heading in that direction connecting it to player mobile game, you know, in some way. Like oh, this whole thing was probably a convoluted mobile game ad. <laughs> uh, Without anime so is many anime lately, I'm not, su not surprising. Ah, stealth mobile game ad. <laughs> A very long, very drawn out mobile game ad. <laughs> Two seasons. Very long, drawn out, violent mobile game ad. <laughs> um, is the mobile game violent, or is it just like, oh, here's everybody happy? <laughs> I won. I, I, no, I'm pretty sure it's, it's still. It'd probably just be the same. Hmm. Try just the same. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, so, uh, my update real quick. Uh, Remake Our Life is continuing on the same path that I keep complaining about. Um, I don't remember. I don't think I complained about the beach episode last time, but they did a beach episode. Uh-oh. And it was very, like... <gasps> uh -oh. I, I, not to vent about a, uh, a bad article that I read online, but I read Anime News Network. I know this is a mistake, but I read the Anime News Network episode review <laughs> for the beach episode, and they said something that really drove me insane, which was they said, I really appreciate how intelligent they were with this episode where they had a bunch of fan service on the beach, but it was specifically the type of fan service that only existed in 2006 that you don't see in anime anymore. And I was like, you are huh? insane. What? <laughs> I don't, it was because it was literally just the most like boring like oh no the girl's boobs fell out and now she's hitting people because she's she, they saw her boobs uh, which they have already done in the series three times by the way. Um, 
this show I think has, has a very negative view of women in general. It's just very like um it has this idea that like okay, this is going to be a really insane comparison, but you know the video game Katawa Shoujo? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the art girl in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And honestly all the girls in that, but especially mm-hmm. the art girl in that specifically, they give this idea that like artists are just like insane and you can't you know wrap your mind around them like real true creatives true visionaries etc is they're absolutely nutty or whatever and it's just like they're doing that in this to an extent but like very low-key but it's like very infantilizing um all the women like in a way where it's like they're like really obvious things and then like it's just like but they don't know that they should do this. They have to have the generic man come in and tell them this. And again, this is a time travel show and none of it has anything to do with time traveling, okay? So like, he knows what all these people are going to do in the future and obviously he doesn't want to tell them that because he doesn't want to like, you know, fuck shit up for them or whatever. But like, he doesn't even say like, well, I think this is where you'll excel or whatever. And I, I like thinking about like, you know, their strengths as artists in the future. Um, like he doesn't even like think of anything he just says really generic platitudes and then they're all like we- oh I love you so much main character man you are so cool and it's just like come on like it's just it feels like a wasted premise that's exactly what I can think like you tell me like dude travels back in time to try to get into the creative industry of 2006 japan i go that's pretty interesting because 2006 creative japan was like headed towards a disaster um before i think like you know some natural disasters ended up having causing a bunch of people to reevaluate how things were um and obviously we're still kind of in a disaster now these days but it's a very different kind of disaster where it was like jobs are so limited and stuff like this etc etc um and there's just no anal- analysis of like exploitation or anything like within this industry. Like they, they, they lean into that a little in the opening episodes, but then he doesn't seem to acknowledge that it was exploitation or like deal with it. It just feels like it's a show that doesn't want to think. Um, it feels like it's just a lot of self fulfillment. Like I, I, what if I went back and I went to the cool kids college and I dated all the girls because I'm really I'm an empath and I understand people. Like that's that's what it feels like. It's a very cheap, uh, like yeah, it's very cheap. Instead of doing something smart or interesting or like digging into actual like artistic merit and talking yeah. about like what kind of people worked back then and what like the industry was like it's just a cheap like oh man what if i could redo everything i would have i would have a girlfriend if i could go back to high school i would totally have a girlfriend it's like all right thanks yeah it's just like yeah it's such a wasted premise yeah like because i think like if you had someone like genuinely make an anime like this like like make it make one that's talking about even not just anime but like you know, games slash um, filmmaking because it's all of them at this school, right? It's just a generic art school, um, and there's all people who are all doing different things there. And it's just like they they aren't analyzing that. Like, it's so like like none of the issues that come up are anything. Like, it's just like 
like one of them was like oh we're avant-garde we made a movie they like they got the wrong camera they got a camera that could only take photos or whatever so they made a movie out of photos or whatever like a short film and everyone in the film class was like oh my god i've never seen anything like that and it's like what the fuck are you talking and they just like they were like blown away and then like they was like they got third place and everyone was like, oh, my God, but that was the most amazing thing ever. And the teacher said the only thing that I think made sense, this this teacher consistently makes the most sense, I think, in this show, where she was just like, you don't think I've seen that, like, a million times? You don't think I've seen, like, the photo movie <laughs> avant-garde stuff? Like, do you know how many, like, have you, like, how many real movies are like, like, come on, it's just, uh But... Yeah, it just feels like it's all set dressing. It doesn't feel like they're actually invested in the concept of what it would mean to become a creative like that. It just feels like, yeah, like you said, John, like, it's just like, it's literally like, oh, if I went back in time, I could have made, like, I kept saying it should have been this, but this is basically what it's like. It was like, I could have made the best movie, actually, as I would have made, I would have made the Marvel movies before they were cool, because I'm so smart. And I'm really talented. That's what it feels like, but they're not demonstrating like what that talent is or anything. He doesn't just demonstrate any talent also is the thing, I think. Um, he's just sort of there. And again, like I said, he just says to the girls like, well, girl, I actually think you're really smart and talented. And the other girl goes, wow, I never thought about that before. Thank you. You are so amazing. <laughs> Everything you do is amazing. Everything you touch is gold. Like, it's just like... <sighs> very self-inserty stuff. Um, yeah, frustrating. Frustrating. It's just frustrating. Um, because I, again, it's really interested in the premise, but... Eh. Um, Johnny started watching Outlaw Star, huh? Yeah, so... That's, that's uh, a classic... Yeah, I got the uh, the Blu-ray for my birthday. Um, oh. It whips fucking ass. <laughs> it's yeah. really good. Um, I'm only a few episodes in because I had to move, and now it's all packed up in a box somewhere, so it's probably going to be a while until before I watch it again. But, holy shit, what I watched was so good. Um, just like a real, real fun, like, kind of Western, kind of like a... I'd I'd almost say it's got it's it's got like a like a like a like a like like yeah it's 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 like a western it's got like a Star Warsy space kind of vibe to it it's got some mysticism it's got some fucking wild off the goop shit it's all kinds of stuff like it's the only show I can think of where a dude shoots a specific kind of bullet in order to negate a magic dragon that gets summoned by some dude like that's fucking crazy it's so cool um just great english dub as well i'm watching the english dub of course um really really great great dub fantastic music everything about it is super nostalgic because i watched the tanami version when i was a kid so i have a lot of uh, a lot of um warm memories to this uh but it is also very nice to see the uncensored version as you would say um because you get to hear people say damn and hell and shit and that's <laughs> it i love i love to hear it um but no it, it it it's it's nice to have like you know like actual gunfights and um actual combat and all that like it's it's um it's it's a fucking treat it is a fucking treat i don't want to 
I don't want to just, like, go off completely because I haven't finished it. But just, like, the three or four episodes that I've watched already were just so much fun. And uh, I'm definitely going to keep watching it once I uh, dig out the Blu-ray wherever it's packed. Fog. I haven't seen yeah. that since I was, like, a, a kid. What? Did I? Actually, I might have rewatched it in, like, 2014. Yeah, I think I did. It was good. It's good. Good show. Good yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah. God, that is a good show. Is good I'm surprised it's honestly not talked about more. I know a lot of people talk about it being like formed because it was on Toonami and stuff like that to a certain extent, but it really mm-hmm. is. Um, yeah, I feel like the time. I feel like the two Toonami shows that like don't get brought up as much, except for like quote unquote real heads, or like Outlaw Star and uh, Tenchi Muyo. <laughs> I don't know how Tenchi Muyo oh, hang yeah. would be today. But I, I feel like Outlaw Star, especially as something that is like so related to Cowboy Bebop, like it's the same, the same studio, yeah. same era. Um, I, I I don't know if it's like the same vibe, but it, it's it's got a lot of it's got a lot of the same DNA uh, and like so, world building to a certain yeah. extent. I think it's got some. Yeah, that's something that I really dig about Outlaw Star is how uh, confident it is with its world building. Like it's definitely one of those shows where it has characters talk about like you know new concepts to the viewer in a very casual way but they introduce what those things are in uh pretty pretty good ways you know it's not just people like listing off oh this is what this is because i don't know what it is like they do that sometimes but i think for the most part it's just like okay yeah if someone says oh we're gonna take this kind of ship they show what the ship does they show what um what how it interacts with space how it interacts with the people riding in it how it interacts with other ships um like what weapons it has how it how it handles dog fights um i think that's really cool that they show don't tell a lot in that show um yeah i i think i think a a, a rewatch would be would do all y'all good all y'all listening that's what i would say um Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think, I, I, I bet the biggest problem is similar to Tenshi Muyo, because I remember the show being, like, a little more, ra- not raunchy, but there's definitely, like, more adult themes mm-hmm. in it, and that could have been just a huge issue why. Like, I, I I don't think this was, this is probably not, this probably was not syndicated that long. It probably aired one time, and that was it. That, like, you know, compared to something like Bebop. Maybe all the other ones yeah yeah I, like it like those shows yeah. were repeated over and over tenshi movie had to deal with a lot of edits yeah I, I don't for instance and i'm sure that was like hell i don't know if it was like <laughs> ever put on like the the adult swim version of tsunami you know because like i definitely remember you mm-hmm. know like bebop being on super late and they had like you know like other stuff that yeah, yeah. they very much could not yeah. edit but like tenshi and yeah. outlaw star and like gundam and all that shit that was all like edited for kids basically like it was on at night but it was you know still edited um right and especially around that time i too i do wonder too if there was another example of like you know how animated distribution was handled and and now today it's a little more streamlined Mm -hmm. but i'm sure something happened too in regards to ghost in the show cartoon network had to edit out the boobs yeah you know and then yeah and then but then yeah unfortunately like they also just happened to be the series that had fell off the radar, and, and then no one knew what to do with it if they wanted to revisit mm-hmm. it again. No, Tenji Muyo, yeah, like it's Tenji Muyo has been, but I don't know about um, revisited in terms of like distribution and all that, and has been, and you know, remastered and all that, and like then a new series to a couple yeah. years ago. 
um, the outlet star, yeah, unfortunately, didn't get that. Mm-hmm. You know, not to see. Yeah, like, I, don't I, think I know it needs a sequel, but it, it, it has it the should... rights to it now, which is how you got the. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it needs a sequel or anything, but you know, people should be yeah. Oh no, keep for it sure. In mind. Um, I will yeah. say, yeah, like it's it's definitely something that they could very much like pretty easily edit around, just because like it's like like it it hasn't been like too. I mean, you know, it's it's a little horny, you know, like like Gene is very much like a he's he's a horn dog. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's been more uh, dialogue than visuals, I would say. Um, so that is probably how they got around it a lot. They just had to like have Gene talk about like really wanting to like go out to eat with a girl instead of being like, oh, I want to go, I want to bring her to bed. <laughs> you know, that's basically what they probably what they had to change it to. I don't know. Um, I will say though uh, something something that uh, I did just remember. Uh, I think some some big. T- I, I know I just said that people don't talk about Tenji Muyo, but I saw that some people actually dug up the Tenchi Muyo Toonami edit. Like, they actually, like, got all the VHSs together. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen I don't, Yeah, I don't know if yeah. they, like, you know, like, uh, remastered it or whatever, but, like, there's a torrent out there that is just the Toonami <laughs> version of Tenchi Muyo, so if you want to... With the, with the crudely drawn on bikinis yeah. during spas. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they were, like, they are very specifically, like... People want that. Yeah, I mean... Like, honestly, I am of the mind that things like that are worth keeping, you know? Like, if you're going to put out a... Yeah, it's interesting. If you're going to put out some kind of, like, complete collection of this thing, you should have every version of it. Like, that's why, you know, you have the stuff for discotheque or whatever. They will get as many English dubs as they can. They'll get all the different versions they can. So, like, you know, if Tenshi Muyo does get the discotheque treatment i would hope that they reach out to those folks and they're like yeah give us those vhs's so we can have the tanami dub on there so because i mean you know if you want that nostalgic experience you're not gonna watch the original version you're gonna watch the edit that you watched as a kid and like you know i mean there's you know some might argue that that is you know like a lesser thing or whatever but you know, I think it's valid to have both. You know, both exist. Both should be represented. Mm-hmm. Um. So I only really have one more thing I think I should really talk about because I don't want to get too into complaining territory. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Spirit Chronicles, which is a show I've been watching. It's uh, it's an isekai, okay? But get this, there's a twist. Uh, uh-huh. no, it's, it's pretty standard isekai <laughs> stuff but um, it does have an interesting gimmick that I sort of like which is um, so basically an entire bus crashed okay, okay. and a, they all got isekai'd every single person on that bus um, but they didn't get isekai'd um, they're, they're dead um, but a bunch of random people in this other world got all of their memories <laughs> Okay. Um, but they're still the person that they were. So it's not like um, a bookworm is a good example of where they just get, um, like, mm-hmm. overwrite them, right? Which is a terrifying thought to me. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, where right. she just overwrote this uh, six-year-old or whatever. Um, yeah. It, so <laughs> they, they remain themselves basically but they just like have... Well, now to clarify, she the six-year-old was yeah, dying, six-year-old was dying, so it's not yeah. like... 
It's fine. She didn't kill the six, the six year old. Was the six year old <laughs> died under on a different different forces? She just snuck. Yeah, it. she was on her way out. It's okay. She was just simply filling in the yeah. space. <laughs> she was moving in. So, yeah, the like. Sorry, it sounded bad. This is just pretty generic isekai stuff, um, and it has some issues. Like, like I mean, it has the thing that I think a lot of isekai and it works in general have, where it is always like, you know, oh, every single thing has to be people misunderstanding a situation and doing something mean to the protagonist for no reason, you know, something like that. Uh, um, but uh, it's been uh, it's it's been okay. It's been okay. It feels like it's a less uh, offensive version of Shield Hero, if I'm being real with you, sort of, to an extent. <laughs> okay. Like, no. Oh. Like, they had the slavery bit, but they sort of, like, actually explained why it's bad and stuff. Um, which is more than Shield Hero does. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it's just a weird little show. I don't know. I, I just think it's really weird because it's just like some of them are like like you know oh it's a little girl got isekai'd or whatever or like she's she just like she's a little girl still in this world so she has literally no idea or can even comprehend like what is going on in any respect and i think that that's a more realistic thing compared to like again like that's the sort of thing with bookworm i love bookworm but sometimes you just sit there and go like, and they address this in Bookworm. Like, they, they have her very much, like, go off on, like, seven-year-old tangents or whatever. Um, But it's still a thing where it's like, this is a seven-year-old and she's running, like, a, a ma- massive mercantile empire. <laughs> um, Like, I think, like, this having, like, kids that actually act like real kids and, like, how they would cope with a weird thing like that is at least remotely interesting. Um... But yeah, it just sort of spoke to me with the case of like, I wonder what it is about Isekai that's obviously Isekai itself is wish fulfillment, right? It is a means of, I think, coping with, you know, the, a fear of, of death to an extent, right? And, mm-hmm. but also like the concepts behind remake our life, right? Even like the mm-hmm. idea that like you could have this idealized life that isn't like the one that you're having or whatever, something like that. Um, but this, the way that they always do this thing where they, they have this quote unquote ideal life and then like everyone is like out to get them is just very like chill out, man. <laughs> you know, like I know for a fact that most of the people who write stuff like this have never had anything bad happen to them, like even remotely comparable to this stuff. So it's just like, how about you just chill out? How about you just like write people who are people? I know I go off on this every time I watch an isekai, but it's like, man, like, I don't know what's so hard about, like, understanding, like, most people will be, like, subtly evil, right? That's the thing that I always think of, is most people won't be, like, openly evil right outwards towards you. They will do it all in private and plan it and stuff like that. Or, like, not even plan it, just do it offhandedly and, like, without care. But there's just so much care put into all this hate that's being thrown around that it just feels like I can't believe it. That's that's what it feels like all the time. It's like, I can't get invested in these characters because... I do not think this is a real thing that would happen to anyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
very uh, cynical. That's the problem. It's very cynical um, about the world. But yeah, um, that's like the only isekai this season, honestly. Also, so that you're watching. Point. No, that I I looked at the list. There's like three total. Rose, what the fuck are you talking about? We went through all that. We shit. We went through were, the like, list. 50. I know. I know, but a lot of those were... Wait, no, there was not, like, 50. There was only, like, five. But, like, two of those haven't even existed yet. And I'm just saying, I haven't had to hear about the other ones, is mainly what I'm All saying. All right. Okay. So, I was I, I was gonna be like, dog. No. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I know. I know, I, maybe my wording was a bit poor, but okay. no, no. I just, I just meant, like, I don't have to hear about any of them. I, okay. I haven't heard okay. anything about any of them. Right, all right. <laughs> If you um, don't hear it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I've only heard about this one and, like, one other one. <laughs> Peach Boy Riverside isn't an isekai, right? That's that's just... No, no, it's just, fantasy. again, a weird yeah. retake on... Yep. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, on that on the story. Yep. Yeah. That's about it for me. Uh, I'll be... You don't mm-hmm. know what's going on in Vanitas. I don't know what's going on in Vanitas. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know what's going on in Vanitas. You want to talk about oh, it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you started watching no, it and I'm like, you get what I'm talking about. <laughs> one and then I had to stop to do something. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that's telling. If, like, episode one didn't pull you in, you're just like, oh, I need to drop what I'm doing and I need <laughs> uh-huh. to fucking watch the case study video. <laughs> no, no. This is, this is not, this is not, that's not into care of, like, the quality show. But, Everyone else seems to love this series. Like, I wasn't aware. Like, I, I was like, oh, this is something that has a following already. And it, it, it has several manga volumes already. It's like almost 10 volumes. It's been running since 2015. So this is now an anime adaptation of it in the season. Um, I just remember, I just stood out to me. This this this, this guy is not even here to, to defend himself. And Maverick saw the thought, we, we, when we were reading the anime chart, we were, we were read. I could remember this. We were reading the case study of Benita's description. I don't know if he was reading, someone was reading. But he just said, this looks like it sucks ass. <laughs> I couldn't remember oh, that. because it's looking for the book of Vanitas, right? And it was just like, we Oh, that, yes. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. It was definitely, definitely, definitely questionable premise. Um, but no, it doesn't suck ass. I'm going to defend Ace of Venus, at least here, if he cannot defend himself for those initial impressions. But... I don't know if it's good either. That is the problem because I am very confused by what is going on with this thing. Um, and I think I have a hint of why it has such a huge following. I don't know about huge. Maybe I'm like, that's a big, that's too big of a word. <laughs> huge being a big word. Uh, that is too, like, that is too generous of a word to maybe give that. But like, it definitely has a following. When the, what, like, you know, just reading the hype around, like, the coverage around like oh here's an anime of this and like people are like oh yeah i love the manga it was a good enough of people who like said that so yeah um and i know why because this is a square enix published manga one and usually i'm to stereotype how square enix published manga usually are they are they, they cater to a certain they cater to a certain realm of people uh-huh. that love kingdom hearts right yeah. <laughs> they all for some reason have that feel and the case study of Anita's is made by the same woman who made pandora hearts i remember not liking pandora hearts it was fucking confusing <laughs> everyone i knew loved that shit 
to give you a good like just general summary of Pandora Hearts, it it it's insane. It's unhinged. It's it's literally someone was like, here are all my Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz OCs. I'm just gonna throw them in the ring and make them do shit. I'm gonna have this convoluted pandering to fellow Kingdom Hearts freaks like me. But I, I <laughs> that's exactly what this is. This, this came, that came out, that manga came out around that time when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. I am for sure certain that mangaka was inspired by that in some capacity. There is no way. And of course, Square Enix is like, yes, we will fucking take you. We love this shit. This is our brand. We will, we will publish this manga under IP because this is exactly what we do. But I couldn't get into it. I was just—I I remember being interested in other things, but I definitely remember there was a huge thing around it. So, long story short, yes, it is made by that same woman, and she decided this time I'm—I'm going to do something a little more original. I'm going to do something with vampires, vampires and steampunk. Finally, ah, it's what—it's 2021. <laughs> oh no, combining those two things. Oh no, but her vampires are different. I assure you, the vampires live among the humans. They're nice. The vampires are nice, and they live among the humans. Also, but we're also in steampunk Paris. Um, <laughs> we're in steampunk Paris. Not London, shockingly. We're in Paris. We're in fucking France. That's a new one. Usually it's in Britain, right? Um, but yeah, the vampires are normal everyday citizens living among us humanity. Um, the problem is suddenly... They're going fucking apeshit. They're going feral. They're now, like, regressing to, like, what vampires we think would do. They would just go fucking nuts and being around a human. Like, they can't help but lust over blood. Like, they're freaking the fuck out. Um, and, yeah, th that's just suddenly happened. All of a sudden, the vampires are just, like, misbehaving and doing that. So now you have, like... Um, this, this, this guy coming around saying, like, I'm a, I'm a vampire doctor. But also... I'm trying to find the Book of Anitas, which supposedly um, will 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 cure the vampires because it it, it was like a, a sacred book to the vampires uh, when when the vampire civilization was founded, or just just this huge convoluted story off the bat. Like, hey, I'm finding this like I guess sacred equivalent of like the first Bible <laughs> to vampires, right? You know, or some holy book to the vampires, the holy grail to vampires in a way. But like I need that book because we're gonna it's gonna solve all the problems, and then he just he just he 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 ends up working with this uh, this vampire. So okay, human doctor, uh, human doctor looking for sacred holy vampire book that will cu cure the vampires. Working with this vampire guy. Um, but when it gets confusing is that literally in the middle of the first episode, the human doctor has vampire powers. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and they don't really they don't really go into that at least up to up to where I'm at I'm now like they don't really explain anything like he gets bitten and nothing happens but then also he can do vampire things at least at least how the how this universe is showing the powers vampires can do like you know like but it doesn't make sense. I don't. It, I. He might be a vampire too, but they're just being a little weird with it. Like they up front, he was like, "I'm a human," and they don't really challenge that either way. Or he's a special human, but they're not really. I don't know. They're not really. I. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Like maybe they're leading up to something in some way. But yeah, whole whole thing overall is just like 
Yes, the vampires are not supposed to be fucked up, but they're fucked up right now. We're gonna fix them. We're gonna find, we're gonna go, we're gonna, we're gonna look together. And yes, there's, there's very apparent, like, gay subtext. These two guys working together. We're gonna, we're gonna work together and, like, be gay, do crimes, and we're gonna find this vampire book. Um, and that is really what this series is. And it's clearly catered to a very specific demographic that is not me. <laughs> As, as panicked as I sound, because again, it's not. It's a little confusing as to like what they're doing with that setup. Or yeah, the the, the like what vampires are supposed to do is like a little inconsistent. Again, not clear to me if like a character is supposed to be a vampire or not. And and like also yeah, the rules of like how the vampires are like working in their civilization is, is, is doesn't make sense to me. Um, it just feels like something that's like making up rules as it goes along. So that's why I'm just, like, again, confused with the plot and a little confused by, like, people who really love this shit. But, again, I was not someone who liked the previous author's work and maybe it's just, like, the habit of, like, yes, this is what she does. It's going to be, like, she's going to, like, lore dump you and, like, throw you into this world and you just kind of have to take it as you go, right? Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, how the... It's, 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 it, the animation is great. Like, 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 the action sequences have been pretty sick. Like, pretty good. Pretty strong. Like, yeah, basically, like, how the vampires, like, just go feral and lose their mind. Like, they're basically being corrupted. Like, that's how it works. They're being corrupted. All these weird, dark tentacles come out of them. Right. They're just bleeding ink. You know, it's just... It's very interesting. There's, like, weird... Like, there's something about it that is a little avant-garde to it. It reminded me a lot of, like, um... It does remind me a little, a little shafty, like, when those parts go in, when those parts trickle in, the action scenes, those are cool, but, like, every other, like, say, like, every other segment of the episode is just normal, but, like, when, when, when the fucked up shit happens, it's, it's, like, interesting to look at, um, but again, it's a little, it's, it's a confusing series so far, it's just, it's just, you're just kind of thrown into this pool, and they're, and you're like, okay, deal with it. Just, just like accept the truth of what's going on, even though the truth kind of doesn't make sense or is not a little clear. But it's otherwise, yeah, a very stylish series. It looks good. It's, it's, I'm shocked that it's been consistent so far from what I've seen. But I, I can't tell you, I can't tell you what's going on though. I can only tell you the premise of what I'm supposed to be following. I'm um, gonna say like, but steampunk Despite warning your though. trepidation, I think you have <laughs> sold me on it a little more. I think I will check it out. Yes. <laughs> it sounds I know I'm a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with it, but it's like I don't I don't know what's happening. Mm. I <laughs> Well, I'll t I'll take my notes and then I'll let you know uh next time when I finally come watch it. Uh let's see. Yeah, maybe you'll understand yeah, I'll what... use my doctorate in nonlinear storytelling. I Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Um, that about does it, I guess. Unless there's anything yeah. else either of you want to talk about. I'm good. Just have a little quick episode since we're down down a man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maverick's, Maverick's busy. So, I mean, I... I would have watched more but i have also been busy um i have also been busy i was not home yeah so i was fucking moving so yeah yeah i think this is just uh maverick you know, is also summer. moving so yeah, yeah it's it's all, a busy time busy. right now elvie's mm -hmm. doing a million things as usual yeah so. yeah we're all just taking it easy, but it's fine. I mean, like, we we started this season by saying, you know, this isn't a banger season. We're not going to be talking about, a, like, an odd taxi every week or mm -hmm. 
anything like that. I feel like the Maid Dragon was a bit of an outlier with how much we wanted to talk about it because of its impact, <laughs> as it were. Um, yeah, um, I think probably next time around. Um, we don't know if Maverick will be around for the next one. Um, just mm-hmm. because, again, he is he's doing a lot of moving and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so he's a pretty busy bee, but... Um, I feel like even just us three will have a lot more to talk about probably next time because we're more yeah. uh, not in the hell, as it were. <laughs> At least not so much. Um, yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, all right. So, yeah, uh, next time, uh, then, uh, yeah, next time we are going to watch Daily Lives of High School Boys, which is picked by Natalie on Patreon. Um Oh, I didn't even check where you can find this. Um, is it just on Crunchyroll, I think? Let me see. No, I, I feel like I've seen it on High Dive. Was that what it was? It was on High Dive? I think we talked about this last time. I think it's on multiple it's things. It's on Crunchyroll. I think it's on Crunchyroll. On multiple things. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to type it into... Hang on. I have typed it in to uh, because.moe. It is on Crunchyroll and it is on Verve. All right. So, yeah. Uh, you can find it there pretty easy. Um, mm. We're going to watch that for next time for a month. And then after that, John gets to pick something. Cause it's been a oh, while. Christ. I have a suggestion. You're going <laughs> to let me pick something? Yeah. You have a suggestion? I let you skip ahead that time. Oh, I'm going to do it, all right? You can wait, okay? Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> I'll wait. Okay, jeez. Jeez Louise, I'll what, wait. No. What's what's your suggestion? What were you going to say? Oh, the one that you told me you wanted to do last time. I don't remember what that was going to be. <laughs> well, I'll tell you after the show. We can't leak okay. this material. It's very okay. important. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's fine. Um, okay. All right, yeah. Thank you both for joining me. And thank you, everyone who mm-hmm. listens. I uh, appreciate it. Um, just remember, you can go to patreon.com. Dollars gets you every episode one week early, um, and again you can recommend anime like Daily Lives of High School Boys for us to watch. Um, but yeah, this is episode sixty nine. wasn't that bad. wasn't as bad as our normal ones that we do on the main <laughs> podcast. Uh, Somehow, yeah, yeah. I mean, we made a vow when we started the podcast that we were never going to do anything like you know watch an etchy or something like that. We were we were not going to go that far. No, hang on. We just said no hentai. Oh, you're right. I mean, we basically watched an etchy just. Then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel. But like, I just mean like a like I'm talking had, like a, this show had like gigantic waves of cum in it all right it's i know i'm just saying like i'm, t- I'm talking like <laughs> a, like a... well i don't this is a sh- this, this is a show with sex humor but i don't know if it's i a, know it, it's not an edgy yeah, in a sense it was I'm, not purposely to I'm trying to think anyone. of what i, mean. I know it was just for i know i know what i mean yeah i am <laughs> i'm just be i'm just being difficult <laughs> oh um well, it's not difficult to record a podcast with y'all. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I don't know. That's a really weird <laughs> Great segue. segue. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, it is, Rose. It's very difficult with <laughs> us. Are you kidding me? Uh, well, we did one anyway. We did 69 of these motherfuckers. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah. We're doing it. Um, but yeah, thanks, everyone. I uh, hope you have a nice day, night, month, week, year, etc., so on, so forth. 
and uh, see you next time on another episode of Unlimited Railworks. Thanks for listening. Bye.